From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. Well, hi there. Thanks for joining us this morning. It's Wednesday, February 28th. Let's get it started. You know, it's strange because, you know, this building has been here and Macy's has been here for so long. But I think in Union Square, it's, uh, it's an icon. Is the loss of an iconic flagship store anchors away for Union Square? We look at a future without Macy's. There are definitely possibilities here. This is not like Nordstrom's where they say we're leaving, we're exiting, and it's certainty. This is a blow, but we're coming back. Macy's and the mayor's seat. The political implications setting a major talking point for those who want to have hold on to power. I started thinking about our home opener and oh my gosh, (laughs) that is a whole other story. That is, it's going to be insane. A whole other story and this one is a positive. Soccer fans, say hello to your new soccer stars. Madge makes him wait, but when she hit the stage, all did celebrate. Night one down for the Queen of Pop. Night two at Chase Center recues the Madonna magic. Yeah, I think we should all start like this. <laughs> start, you know, just holding the microphone like this. Good morning, everybody. Madonna style. I'm Reed Cowan. And then seeing that clip, now I really have FOMO. Oh, so oh, I bet the show was so good. I'm Gianna Franco. And I'm Nicole Loomis. Well, when Beyonce was in town, we started the show like we this, did this, you know? So, so did Madonna just take it? I mean, it's just kind of a plan. You're going to have to does. make your way around, though, Reed, because I think she was going in circles. I need one of those turntables. <laughs> lazy Susan. We'll just I am Lazy it. Susan this morning. All right. Let's take a live look outside on this Wednesday morning as we are just a bunch of giggles and having FOMO. Uh, you know, there's still a chance tonight, Gianna. I know, but that work thing, that work oh, thing work. Thursday. And it's a beautiful night, or going to be at that, Jess, because you said today is dry. Rest of the week, maybe not so much. Oh, yeah, huge changes in the forecast, so get out there and enjoy the day today. Gianna, you don't need FOMO. Just go out there and get some sunshine today. It's going to be a beautiful one for us. (laughs) You can still have FOMO. I get it. It's Madonna, but let's take a quick look at what's going on outside. As we wake up this morning, down near San Jose, we're seeing clear skies above us outside our windows, and it's a similar trend all throughout the Bay Area from the coast all the way into our inland areas where current temperatures are sitting mostly in the 30s and 40s. It is a cool start to the morning, but interestingly enough, today is going to be one of the warmest days of this week. As high pressure continues to build its way in, we're left with dry, mild conditions this afternoon. Sunny skies, and then once we head into Thursday, a new storm system builds its way in from the north, and that's going to bring us a series of showers here in the Bay Area. A lot cooler weather as we head into this weekend. Some gusty conditions at times, and lots of snow for our friends up in the Sierra, where the National Weather Service has already issued a blizzard warning starting tomorrow. As we're getting our fair fair share of the rain here in the Bay Area, they're going to be dealing with heavy snow. Forecast to models anywhere up to around 10 feet in certain elevations. We're going to dive more into that in just a bit, but back here in the Bay, we're getting rain until Saturday afternoon. And it's from the exact same storm system as it circles its way into the Pacific Northwest tomorrow into our Friday forecast. It splashes us with a fair share of showers, close to around an inch expected as we head into our weekend forecast here in the Bay. But for our friends up in the Sierra, this storm was really meant for them when it comes to rainfall and snowfall totals. We'll have more on that coming up in a bit for now, VUG.
Jessica, thank you. Let's talk about the freeways right now and talk about that ride to work this morning. I'm going to focus on some of the busier parts of the Bay Area right now, which is that southbound 880 commute near Paseo Grande. It is sluggish heading over into Hayward this morning. And of course, the Bay Bridge, those metering lights are on and that's a slow ride, especially coming off the East Shore Freeway. But taking an overview look, most of our brake lights and issues are concentrated towards those East Bay commutes, westbound Highway 4, South 680, as you head down towards the Sunil grade. And of course, that ride across the San Mateo Bridge. That's getting busy as well. And westbound 80, as you head out of Richmond over into Berkeley, we are seeing a lot of brake lights there also. But the Golden Gate Bridge, Marin County commuters, you've got plenty of time to work your way across the span here into the city. No delays as you work your way over towards San Francisco. Reed? All right. Speaking of coming into the city of San Francisco, looking live at Union Square this morning and the headline that has made major implications for Union Square Macy's saying they're going to leave its iconic locations in San Francisco. Now let's put this into perspective. The retailer is also shuttering 150 stores nationwide. So it is a national headline, but locally there are business and political blowbacks for a part of San Francisco that's really suffered from other business closures. And there are a lot of questions. There's the business angle and the worry that surrounding retailers may feel the impacts of that big empty building. There are the political implications and the conversation that this loss will shape San Francisco into a way, into a narrative that could call for new leadership. And there's reaction from people who live near Union Square. You know, a lot of those businesses say they feel like they're living on a bubble. Our Kelsey Thord spoke to a business owner who still, despite all of this, believes in the future of Union Square. John Constant, the owner of John's Grill near Union Square, told me his restaurant has seen this neighborhood change a lot over the years. John's Grill has been open since 1908, and since 1908 we've lost many iconic stores like Guy Magnin, Joseph Magnin, what else can I remember, Liberty House, City of Paris, so, so many places have closed. So when John heard the news, the city's flagship Macy's at Union Square announced it would be closing, he felt a feeling he's felt before. Sadness for what this closure will mean for locals and those who work at the department store. You know, the, the businesses continue. They'll make money somewhere else, they'll make money online, but there's so many uh, jobs being lost. That's what's real sad. The Macy's has anchored the shopping district in Union Square since it was built in 1929. Generations of Bay Area residents have shopped inside the massive store, and many of them are sad to hear it's closing. You know, it's strange because, you know, this building has been here and Macy's has been here for so long. But I think in Union Square, it's, uh, it's an icon. You know, wife and I come up here, you know, a couple times a year to shop and to... Uh... You know, do other things. Uh, we play church for a couple of days um, during the year, and we like to frequent here, and it's really going to be sad that it's going to close. John told me, thankfully, he doesn't think the closure will impact his business too much because John's Grill is such an institution in the neighborhood. It's newer businesses, though, he is worried about. We count a lot on theaters. We count a lot on local generations of people dining at John's Grill, so we, um, we think it will have an impact. We just hope it doesn't have an impact on us. Still, even with the news of Macy's closure, John is confident in Union Square. He loves this neighborhood and 
this city. You know, we're a, a crown jewel of a city. We just need to put a little shine on it. And I think um, we'll come back stronger and better, but without Macy's. So. so that's the conversation on the street level, but you're also having it on social media. We went there to sort of take the temperature, see what you're saying. Mike Hill Jr., Coach Mike, says Macy's Union Square closing as a San Francisco native. This hurts. Our city is nothing like it was when we grew up. And then look at this comment from Eileen Nicole. I can't believe Macy's and Union Square is closing. The SF shopping experience that I grew up loving as a kid is no longer there. Come on, San Francisco. And then another person posted, Macy's leaving Union Square in San Francisco is crazy. It's like the focal point of the entire square. And, you know, we're hearing that people in the know are saying that Macy's will be here for one more holiday season, maybe longer. Apparently, they're looking to find a new buyer for the building. And until that happens, we might get one more holiday. Uh, but we're still talking about this. And it is something that is so sad down there for so many businesses that are around. But keep in mind, and speaking to the leadership conversation and how this could influence our political future here in, this, in San Francisco, Macy's said they're closing 150 underperforming mm -hmm. stores. Right. I know the narrative is being set by politicians that look 150 stores nationwide, but it obviously must have been underperforming. If Union Square was robust and healthy, would they still close it? Well, I don't question. know because I went there during the holidays and it was packed with people, but it's such a massive structure. Mm -hmm. I mean, the building, my favorite floor is actually the basement there because they have all the pots and pans. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a deal. Or pots and pans <laughs> yeah. and deals than any other store. I'm really going to yeah. miss that. Yeah, well, and I think that's the thing, too. A lot of people, you heard from one of the, you know, the social media comments, it's something you did, mm -hmm. but it is very holiday focused now. I don't, I don't go as often anymore unless there's something specific or special happening yeah. in that area. My shopping patterns have changed. Our patterns just in general in San Francisco have changed as far as businesses and people going to work. Like, what is the actual need? So I think, and we've had time to think about this, it's something innovative and different needs to happen to keep those businesses afloat because without Macy's, that is the anchor of that area. Yeah. It's going to be and tough. It, it can't just be the holidays that it you're can't. visiting right. that Macy's. You can't sustain yeah. it. Oh my goodness. Got to find new ways. Well, be sure to stay with us for continuing coverage on the Macy's closures on air and online, kpix.com and streaming on CBS News Bay Area. We want to hear your ideas. Looking at this morning's other top stories, Oakland is gearing up to choose a new police chief. The city's police commission just released a new slate of candidates. The department hasn't had a permanent leader for more than a year now. And in December, the mayor rejected the commission's handpicked finalists and told them to try again. Only one name from the previous list has been included former San Leandro Police Chief Abdul Pridgen. The others are from out of town. Former Lubbock, Texas Police Chief Floyd Mitchell, Cincinnati Assistant Chief Lisa Davis, and Luis Molina, a former NYPD detective who now works under the mayor. Former Chief Laron Armstrong did not make the cut this time around. He was on the last list that the mayor rejected. Tomorrow, the public will get a chance to hear from the current candidates at a forum in Frank Agawa Plaza. And San Francisco supervisors have voted to formally apologize to African-Americans and their descendants. Some of the supervisors said this is just the beginning of reparations for black residents. Boston has issued a similar apology. Nine other states have officially apologized for slavery.